All right, so we are are back for another great week on the podcast, the Mantelligent podcast. I would like to uh, just join back in with Reed. Is that is that how you want me to do it, Chase? You said it was weird that Chase I welcomed him back to his own show. He welcomes me back yeah, to re- the show that I'm. You're a reintroducing him. So I'd like to reintroduce. No, no. What do I do? I like on Monday Night Football. They're like, I'm Al Michaels, and I, like they reintroduce themselves every time because maybe it's the first time someone's listened. Okay, Reed Fisher, everybody. I'm here. Yeah. So of course, and joining me is great. Reed Fisher, and of course, my co-host. and of course, joining me is Reed Primetime Fisher. Here See how I changed it a little bit on my own. Of course, always. Yeah. Exactly. I'm Batman. You're Robin. Uh, no, no, uh, I don't think that's. Wait, Chase, I don't think that's don't the right thing. Give him that. Uh, and as you you've already heard, we are so excited to have uh, Chase Smith back here with us to continue our discussion on working out and what everyone needs to know. So, Chase, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. All right, so we're going to jump kind of straight into this because uh, we have a lot to go over, and we got already got a lot of really good feedback on the prior episode so if you haven't listened to that make sure you go back and listen to that and because it's going to give you a lot of kind of uh, foundational stuff to working out today we're going to talk about kind of the putting it together and we're going to start with you know working out at home working out in the gym we're going to go a little over nutrition over but that we want to make sure we have we leave, leave enough space because that can easily be its own show um, so starting at home so someone now has the desire to get back in shape and they want to kind of get get you know in, into a routine but they don't want to join a gym because the outlay of money or maybe they've joined gyms and never went and just wasted money so let's talk working out at home what what would you say is the most important basic equipment that somebody needs to have a really good strength and conditioning workout at home so basic equipment um I would, I would straight off the bat, if you're looking towards aerobic system, I would uh, invest into a rower. Uh, in over a treadmill or something over like that. Over a treadmill, over an elliptical, over um, some sort of bike uh, version. Uh, I personally love the rower um, all around, hands down. And rowing um, company-wise would be Concept2 by far. They're a great product, and everything they, de- they develop um, very well quality built, uh, long lasting, uh, and little to really no maintenance whatsoever. And yeah. that's aerobic base. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know where we were going to go directly, whether we were going to do just no weight whatsoever, no equipment. Cause you know, this stuff costs money, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, equipment wise for aerobic system, I would. So, so way. why? Cause a, a lot of people, we have treadmill. I think a treadmill in somebody's house is probably more Johnny. I'll trade you right now to that comment. If we could rewind about 14 seconds, I'll make a clean trade with you. I promise you it's a good deal. I'll trade you my treadmill for your rowing machine, and I'm not going to tell you why. Deal? No. Wait, no, because I'm just... about to find out a lot of information oh, about it. Gosh. So I I just got a rower, and I, it was based off of your recommendation. Yeah. Um, and so, But I think more people have treadmills than, than they have rowers. So why is a rower better than a, maybe even a Peloton bike or – you know, a, a, a elliptical or something like that? Uh, it's something that's going to be more well-rounded body-wise. Um, you know, your traditional bike, like a Peloton, you're not uh, incorporating the upper body that much. Uh, you're inco- incorporating the, the core and the legs. Um, but 
upper wise there's not much going on so overall body wise uh, the row is going to be your, your best bet same thing with the treadmill uh, it, it's it's almost something that is obsolete we, you know we don't really it's not necessary you can go run outside yeah uh, um, unless you're just you know it's too hot draining or whatnot it's cold um, obviously you have that treadmill as an option but it's not something that is absolutely necessary or you know you can get away with other options with the running outside of course or finding a track or, or sand and, and that's another way to route to go um, my kind of personal opinion on what style how to run um, so I would yeah I recommend the, the rower hands down that's okay. gonna be something uh, it's gonna be a quality investment uh, and it's something that just holds its value. So if it's something that, you know, later on, um, you know, you're moving, it's something that you can't bring with you. It's it's a easy selling point. Yeah. Okay. So, so it works your whole body or what, what is it? What is the whole? Yeah, yeah it's going to be a, a more full body workout. But it's still going to give you the the cardio aspect yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, I did it this um, and, morning. And there's tons of options I on I did the 500 well. meter row this morning. Um, it, Why do you even have to do that? No, I. you You're should have seen me. I looked like I was about to die. I felt like I, I was like, you know, one more pull on that row machine away from just passing out and that that, that being the end of my life. But it is, it is really hard, especially if you try and do like a, a sprint on it for a certain amount, like an interval time, yeah. right? Yeah. And you talked a little bit about that last time about the a, a more of an interval training we talked about anaerobic versus aerobic um, exercising is that how you'd recommend doing it uh, if if you're on a, a row machine like doing more like interval or just yeah just row it out for 30 minutes no I would I would go interval style and even if you were to do 30 minutes you can still do that interval style whether it's like 30 on 30 off um, 2040 it, it's kind of completely up to you in that progression style uh, but that's what I love about the rower is it it allows you to build in or build your own workout, um, you know, with a, a certain distance followed by a certain rest. So you don't have to worry about the clock. Um, you don't have to worry about keeping track of your time. You don't, And you certainly don't have to worry about keeping track of what you are currently rowing because it keeps that all in your memory. Hmm. And you can go back uh, weeks later and, and still see what you how you progress from um, prior very cool greatness yeah i'm looking them up here and i'm interested i don't yeah, have room for they're it. not they're not crazy Look, expensive the in, in, in comparison to like a peloton where you're dropping like yeah. two grand and or more those things are great don't get me wrong uh and you know having that screen and it's almost like a, a built-in motivational yeah because you're in a class yeah so th that thing is sweet don't get me wrong uh but yeah money-wise and overall that's that's the route I'd go. That's the first thing I would purchase. I guess the downside on. is you can't hang clothes from a <laughs> rowing machine because that's what it ends up being. Yeah, that, for most people, absolutely. Um, okay, so that's that's kind of the cardio, home cardio. Yeah. Um, what about weights? Um, you know, it's you know, there's there's a, a feeling that you need to go out and buy uh, fifteen hundred dollars worth of weight mm -hmm. in. I, I doubt that that's necessary, but speak to like what somebody would need if they wanted to start a weight workout at home. To keep it simple and to keep it easy, dumbbells. I, w I wouldn't worry about plates or a barbell. I wouldn't worry about the fancy kettlebells. Uh, honestly, just keeping it simple with dumbbells. They're super easy to move. It, it's, it's very hard to um, even talk about injury in that sense uh, with a dumbbell. So it, there's your, your risk and reward are, are, are 
your reward is larger, the risk is smaller. Whereas you start to incorporate uh, a barbell and weights, the risk is, is still the same, but uh, I'm sorry, the, the risk is higher, but the reward, it would be the same. Um, yeah. There's Very just cool. too much technical when it comes towards a larger piece of equipment uh, and then something you can absolutely just continue to, to load and load and load. And then with the kettlebell, uh, there is, you know, tons of technique on the kettlebell, especially with that weight, you know, being distributed on that, on, on all in one end. So it's something that does require some, you know, technique and, and research to before you, you jump right into it. So the simplest form, let's go right back to that dumbbell. That's okay. awesome. So do you, uh, do you recommend, is there, is, so there's like the adjustable dumbbell, dumbbells, there's the whole rack you can get and you can buy them like all rested out off mm-hmm. of Facebook marketplace, something like that. You're just saying, dude, just find dumbbells if you're looking for a home gym, because you can spend a lot of money yeah. going brand new, but you just, you can find Don't them. Don't try to get fancy right. and get the adjustable ones, honestly. Uh, they're, they look cool and they're simple and easy. Um, and obviously there's the less, they're more compact. So you don't have to worry about weights um, being strung, strung around the, the room, but they don't last. Uh, I've seen them plenty of times just break and and there's your, your uh, risk again. Because yeah. sometimes they don't lock in or just people end up dropping them without even thinking. And it's not, you know, maliciously, it's just, you know, they're tired and they put the, the weights down. So over time, that mechanism starts to kind of wear and tear and end up breaking and not holding the actual weight. So you'll have uh, one side at, at 15 pounds and the other side at five. Yeah. 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 And I know that right now, obviously, we're in a climate that you can't, you couldn't, there are no uh, home workout things available because we're in the middle of COVID-19. But prior to this hitting, you could search and you could find people selling stuff who had it in yeah. six months. Oh, you could get a smoking hot deal. So let's fast forward six months from now, and I bet you could get this great deal on. Yeah, you're going to want to wait on this. Right now is not the time to, right. to yeah, buy this. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously yeah. home gym stuff. You need to wait until the people that bought it right now like ended me. up not working out. Then they go and sell it. And then now our listeners will be able to pounce. There you go. Like a puma. There it is. Um, Okay, so uh, sizes of weights. What would you you recommend in getting – for an average – our average listener is going to be a man. So is is there – do you need to go all the way up to 55s or – I would would keep it, you know, light and simple for the most part. I I think – uh, anyone listening here would be a good starting point would be the 20 pounds and okay. then uh, progressing up towards hopefully uh, a 40 to 50 pound dumbbell. So in between that, uh, a good recommendation is to have, a, you know, starting at that 20 pounder and then anywhere between a 30 to 35. And then um, from that jump, you should be good between 45 to 50 uh, working, you know, with one and then think about, you know, incorporating two. So now you go back down to the 20, you start building back up to that 30, 35, and then you build back up to that 45, 50. Great advice. That is good advice. Great advice. And going back to what we talked about last week, where you talked about you were a reps guy, you feel like it, you've learned your lesson in going too heavy on weight too fast. I've certainly learned my lesson with that. So I'm a rep guy in a sense of, um, quantity and volume, you know, stretched out, not all at once. I'm not saying uh, I'm a reps guy in a sense of like, you know, hitting that 10, 15, maybe 20 reps. Uh, I'm talking about reps spread out throughout the week and taking your time. So I'm, I'm definitely quality over quantity, hands down. And I always will be. Um, okay. Yeah. Good deal. What about, I don't, I don't think that these are as big nowadays, but 
there's like the bow flexes and you have these these huge elaborate uh, weight pulley systems that people can buy for their house. What do you think about those? They work, uh, but again, it's just it it takes up space. Yeah. So if you are in a tight area and you wanted to build it out, um, it's definitely something not that you you don't need to invest in. Honestly, okay. the free weights are just fine, uh, and honestly, it's a great way to to figure out how you're moving. You know, you you buy these machines that are in fixed positions. You know. We don't walk in a fixed position, right? We don't move in a fixed position. We're in these weird, awkward positions. So the free weights will kind of give you a sense of how your body is moving and then also teaching you how to move as well. So being very much aware, you know, just body awareness. So yeah. that's going to be crucial. That's why I like free weights versus uh, machines. And don't get me wrong, you know, there is a time for machines that are, it's, it's necessary where you're at, but um, it's definitely maybe a later on investment. Bench. Okay. Uh, what about that? Should should you what get is a bench? Like uh, an adjustable bench? bench? Yeah, a bench that goes incline and flat. Do you need the the pad, all that stuff underneath it? Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Uh, having a bench, just uh, another way of supporting, uh, and you can do so many things with that bench in the sense of, of you know changing different positions. So obviously the bench press, you can use seated seated presses. You can use that for bent over rows. You can use that for glute bridges. Uh, you can use it for you know seated dips, so it's definitely a, a piece of equipment that you you know you can use it almost in every kind of position. Step ups, you know, just getting the legs involved and weighted step ups uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, and, and all these things you can. We talked about you know not breaking the bank. You can end up. We t- talked about getting the used weights, which yeah. are still in great condition. Um, a bench, uh, you can find very cheap. You don't. You can get a, a static bench without the adjustable, mm-hmm. uh, but that stores away small and isn't very expensive too so you you can have a great gym home gym is what i'm hearing for not you know without breaking the bank and spending four thousand dollars on a uh, absolutely and it's honestly you know being creative and thinking outside the box and that's um and not trying to like to my own horn but i feel like that's where i where i excel is kind of being creative and i was always in a position where i was kind of forced to be creative um with some, you know, my injuries, because I never wanted to stop. This is something that I was always involved with, regardless if I was injured or not. So I had to find ways to stay moving and stay healthy. Uh, so I'm never starting at square one. I was always able to maintain and, and kind of start right where I left off. So, That's why you've never been in a fat stage. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I See, still hated his answer. I to know. That I question. can't. If, if you uh, wonder what we're talking about, you obviously didn't watch, listen to the first episode. Where Chase said that he's never been in a fat stage. He's and been in a I've not been heavy. He's been, like, yeah. define fat stage. And John and I are like, we know what fat stage is. Yeah, let is. me take off my shirt and I'll show you what a fat <laughs> stage is. This is where we need to have the uh, the camera. We need to do a We're live We're going to get podcast. a camera at some point. Yeah. We'll bring yeah. Chase I back. I come back for that. So, one. what about um, brands of, of you, you gave the brand uh, the concept to for the rower. Mm-hmm. Do brands matter that much when it comes to weights? Uh, for dumbbells, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. You can honestly, you know, if you see a deal at Walmart, grab it. You know, um, if you're now if you're planning on slinging these around and dropping these at a at a high height, um, yes, everything eventually, no matter what kind of brand you get, will break. Obviously, those um, Walmart brands or the the Dick Sporting brands um, won't, won't last as long as these higher brands um, such as like Rogue Fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, quality equipment there and they stand behind their their equipment so always reaching out to them uh, if you have any issues but uh, honestly you know if, like i said if you see a deal somewhere take it especially when it comes to those dumbbells well now 
you're getting more into the barbells and plates. That's we can chat about that as well. But when it comes to dumbbells, grab them. Okay. What about um? Wh- and and I want you to to plug your own coaching here, but also maybe give some other resources. So now I have my twenty and a thirty pound dumbbell. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have a rower, or maybe I'm just going to run until I've proven to myself that I'm going to actually stick to a routine. Where do people go to find good, easy, uh, easy to do workouts? Uh, you can YouTube it, honestly. Um, just and looking over quality movement, like I said in the first uh, episode, and that's you know looking at videos of how to move. So learn how to move first, and then you can you know research just. Um, different rep schemes how to find and it's again back to your goals right so uh if you're trying to lean out if you're trying to tone up if you're trying to gain muscle you're trying to um, build strength trying to build endurance it it all really depends on what you're going to do uh in your goals so i get first established what you would like to do and accomplish and then you can start to kind of really pinpoint where to start very cool wow that's fantastic all right so now that's kind of the home workout somebody that doesn't really want to join a gym let's talk about some people because reed and i are very different in this Mm -hmm. i i enjoy when i'm working out i do enjoy going to the gym but i love working out at home you not so much yeah i'm better off the process i'm i found find that i'm far more uh, consistent if i have a place to be and i can go and it's kind of like business time when i walk in versus it's right out the door. I push it back 10 minutes, push it back 10 minutes. Now yeah. my workout, instead of being, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, now I only have 20 minutes to squeeze it in because I have a meeting at eight yeah. or whatever. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's why I like it. But I, I wish I had the same dedication as you two guys to work out as home, uh, at home. Uh, but, yeah, I know, Chase, you work out at um, – and you're a big proponent of CrossFit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, do you feel like that that's – that camaraderie and that accountability is what's key? Uh, y- yes. Um, I wouldn't, I don't want to make this all about CrossFit in, in that group setting. Uh, but I like it just because of the relationship building that you, you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start building relationships with one another based on, you know, the work that you're putting in. And then you see your friends close by doing the same work. Um, and then you just become really, so it's like, you know, socializing a little bit. There's you know? a community. There. Exactly. The community is huge, uh, in that sense. So it, it's just like, you know, going uh, for a night out with your friends. Um, but this is like an everyday occurrence. So yeah. that's why I like it personally. Um, and it's just something that I, I feel accomplished. Like, I don't know anyone in this world that doesn't like feeling accomplished of something. Sure. So the work that's put in there, uh, and I love it. And that's where I can't get enough of it. But again, it's not for everyone. Uh, and it's not just because of the movements, but it might just be the group setting. Not everyone likes uh, uh, group classes. So just talking to that, we're you know going over I guess pros and cons of different types of gyms, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went over the home gym uh, and if you're how to do it and how to be successful uh, with it. But maybe you're like myself, who the best way for me to get going is to step out of the house and go, you know, hold myself accountable to being at a place at a specific time. Mm-hmm. So pros and cons. So we're going to go through traditional gym, a boutique gym, like an F25 or Orange Theory, CrossFit, uh, things like that. Um, What are some pros and cons of the three? I know we talked about the pros and cons, the pros of uh, CrossFit. Is there any cons of CrossFit that you can think of? Uh, Cons, no, in that sense. um, It's either for you or not. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's for everyone. 
because uh, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just not saying it's too much. It's just it's too different in that sense. Uh, so I personally like it. I love it, of course. Uh, I got my mother into it, and she has done really well. She, when she first came um, tr- or just tried out CrossFit, she couldn't do a pull-up. She had to use a band for assistance. Uh, and, and now she's doing, you know, 10 to 12 pull-ups without a band, without That's assistance. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, I just love the progressions that is given. It's never just like, okay, just go do it, right? It's, it's, there's always progressions towards it. Uh, so that's what I love is it's constantly varied in that sense of, um, you know, building movement uh, and quality movement. That's the biggest thing. And there's direction too as well. And that's where I like it versus your traditional gym um, that you would go to or a Planet Fitness or a Texas Fitness. Uh, but the pros of that is obviously you're on your own schedule. You get to go in and, and, and get out when you want to. Uh, but if you're not educated, there's no direction. So over time, it it, it will kind of dwindle away. So if you can come up with a game plan, have some sort of professional guidance working out alone at your traditional gym, mm-hmm. be it at LA Fitness or whatever it might be, that, that's going to be the pro going there, but it also is a con. Yeah. Because you, you can hurt yourself and you can, mm-hmm. if you don't know what you're doing, which is what a lot of people probably do is yeah. they go – January 1st or 2nd, they, they go there and work out for a week. They're sore for two weeks. They don't get back into working back. Right. Out. Yeah. And that's, that's what's tough about it. And what these gyms, bigger gyms are doing is they're opening spaces for these, you know, weightlifting uh, platforms or they're, people are doing CrossFit um, or they're, they're doing uh, spin classes. So there's definitely tons of options there now. They're, they're trying to get to every demographic. So CrossFit has been a, a, a big hit for many. So they're trying to keep up with the times basically. Uh, so that again, that's great because now for someone that is educated that wants to do this kind of environment, they have, um, they're on their own schedule so they can go in and out. But again, if you're not and you need to work on movement because that's what we need to work on overall, uh, then I highly recommend looking up uh, affiliate and, and getting in there just to, to learn just, the basics basically what about um <clears throat> what about like a boutique gym and and mm-hmm. here it, with that i mean like reed said f25 orange theory or even like um what's the boxing one title title title, title. something title boxing um what what's kind of the pros and cons of of that style uh so going to the pros um versus you know think about how we talked about CrossFit with that group setting. You have that with the F45 and the Orange Theories. So these other... F45. Is yeah. That okay. I, wrote, I said it. That's on me. My bad. I said uh, F25 first. That oh, was 20. 100% on me. <laughs> so you still have that group <laughs> yeah, setting. F19. Uh, yeah, F25 is like the knockoff brand. Obviously. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like only for 25 minute minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not six, seven. Seven minute abs. Uh, okay. But I've never... On, I can't speak uh, poorly or too educated on them because I've never done their classes uh, but I've heard you know great things for those that you know like the orange theory and the reason why is because they're just they're going at it constantly and also they have a, a screen that they can uh, see their heart rate and where they where they stand and how hard they're working so it's just a, a visual factor they can look at so for those that kind of just want to sweat from start to finish uh, and they're not concerned about uh, too much about you know results of 
weight training and then also with your aerobic system as well. Um, it's just them going in there and they they feel also that a- accomplishment, um, very similar to what I feel when I when I do CrossFit. Uh, so Orange Theory, again, people some people like it. It's for them, and you know if it is for you, do it. So that's my biggest thing. It, before we go any further, is if something works, do it. I'm not here to convince you to do CrossFit, weightlifting, um, powerlifting, go to a, a Planet Fitness and and do your, you know, your bodybuilding type workouts. Uh, if it works for you, do it. I, I stand by you 100%. I'm not here to sell you on anything else. Uh, so that's my biggest thing. I I love trust the process. Yeah, that's that's it. So let's say someone comes at you and they're like, Chase, I don't want to do, I can't afford or whatever the group training classes monthly on that. I just have 20 bucks a month to go to the local, you know, 24 hour fitness, whatever it is. That's all their budget. Cause I know these mm-hmm. other ones cost, cost more because yeah. it, you know, you have the trainer. So, you know, what should I do? Should I do free weights? Should I do, uh, should I do machines? What, like, what should I do if you're, if they're just rookies coming out of the blocks? Yeah. What's your answer to that? Uh, I would stay, I would go to machines and just to kind of build a base, you know, don't go there too long and hang out with them. Cause again, they're, you're in a fixed position that we talked about earlier, but you're talking about these, you know, someone who's just jumping in right. and, and never done a single thing. Like, Hey, I'm ready to work. Uh, so start with some machines just to build yourself a base. For how long? Uh, it's going to be, um, case to case, honestly. Uh, but once you start to feel a little bit better and stronger, start slowly uh, adding in some free weights and that's going to be learning body awareness. So, and then when you, but if you are going that route, think about looking up some videos and watching them religiously, turn the videos on while you're doing this movement. So you have something to look at. So you might not have someone there directly kind of giving you some tactical cues and and putting you in positions that you should be uh, in correctly, but you'll have a better, you'll have a visual at least. What do I say to the guy that comes up and gives, he tries to train me, even though he, I don't really know where he came from, but he's like doing the, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. And Are you talking like, about the chubby guy in the tank yeah. top that and he comes, comes over and, and he's like leaning on the critiques? Yeah. Your and you're like, oh barbell form. What, what do I say to the chubby guy in the tank top? Give him Chase's number. Be like, this guy yeah, has this a lot of questions. <laughs> or, Wait. Or you can be like, hey, this guy named Chase has a lot of questions about how to do a pro- appropriate, um, you know, Olympic lift. And so maybe you could call him and oh, just, perfect. You just, just FaceTime with him. Say your phone number uh, for our listening audience. They'd probably all love it. And, and that, so you're making a joke, but that is one thing that I do think when somebody goes to like these types of traditional gyms, they don't necessarily you you really need to be careful with who you're taking advice from because you're going to have somebody that is not doing it correctly themselves mm-hmm. but they're just they love to teach they love to talk they love to talk that's, that's a better way hour. yeah and and so just being careful and that's where i think you're saying do your homework do your research make sure that like you're focusing on your own form and not just like guessing or just because you got the weight up doesn't mean you did it right and doesn't mean you're not headed for some, you know, issue with, you know, a, a rupturing a tendon or, or just hurting yourself. Yeah. Would it work, you think, if I was the guy that like met him in the locker room, but I was just nude and I tried to have the conversation with him kind of like peacocking in front of him, pardon the pun, but <laughs> would that be, is that kind of going to drive him away? I need to know these things for future. 
if you want to go that route, yeah, uh, maybe I do. <laughs> I have a it, stock box stocks just, and bonds just, while yeah, I'm in the nude. You're, you're just uh, you're just needing us to give you permission to do that. Then Look, permission granted. It's been a tough. Time Jay now. said it's earlier, pretty if awkward. It, if it on, works like, for you, earlier. then do it. If it works for you, then do it. The mouse sizes and. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, to that, um, you would say just do a routine. Is there a time that you should be focusing on? Like you need to go in there for probably no less than four. If you're doing it for like 15, 20 minutes, it's probably not enough. Or yeah. if you're going two hours, it's probably too much. What's what's a good time frame to go into? I would, I would start with uh, 30 minutes okay. and then start progressing up towards the 45 minutes to the 60 minutes. Uh, at, at most, you know, 90 minutes is, is where you're at. Uh, and that's starting and that's including, you know, your rest between sets and all. It's not 90 minutes of work. Uh, it's not even 30 minutes of work. So that 30 minutes should be expanding to 45 minutes and 50 minutes and 60 minutes uh, based on because you're progressing, you're developing. So you, now you can start to handle maybe a little bit more volume uh, in the weights or more volume in movements. Wow. So. I want to get into without diving in too much the nutrition. Yeah. Just just to, let's skim the surface really quick. Uh, I'll let you lead it on that just because I know there's a thousand questions. I really think we need to do a total separate segment. On and, I, and I think we will. I think what we want to do here is just at least give people the the framework, the foundational, I guess, framework of this is a gimmick. This is not because if anyone has ever walked into a nutrition workout, let's just talk about supplements then. Yeah. Let's do supplements. So. When you go into like a any sort of nutrition store or something like that, you are met with a wall of giant plastic jugs. Giant that well, are like uh, and then you hyper go color. past the girl working it. Yeah, funny. so funny. No, okay, keep going. <laughs> so you are. Um, I mean, there is all these different brands. And there's all these different like hyper colored powders that you can drink. What? Yeah. What? Give us the skinny on. What's worth it? What's not? If you're just starting out, you don't need to be in there. To be to be blunt and, and directly up front, there's nothing in there for you at the moment that you need to do. Uh, as you start to progress, uh, you can think about taking, you know, protein obviously. Uh, and there's again, there's so many different products out there for protein. So just being aware of the ingredients in there. So definitely look at the ingredients. Um, Is there an ingredient that you're like, if this says if this is in there, then don't the more don't you see uh, the more you see the more you see in their ingredients uh decide plan on putting it back uh keeping it simple i, I currently um take blonix uh it's a supplement company and they have three products or technically four but everything is third party tested and uh it's a great product uh, i know the guy um who started it personally and, and he's a great guy and he he does his work, and um, it, it's an overall great product. Uh, it's Blonix. It, they just came out with a – it's an egg white protein, and it tastes delicious, and it mixes really well. Uh, and it's a, it's simple ingredients. Um, that's That would be my go-to, and it's not something you can find in stores either. So the more – Then how would, how would you find it? You like, can find – you can obviously uh, Google it and, and search it on the web. Uh, that's going to be your, your – only way of, of getting that product. It's not something you can search on Amazon and, and so forth. Uh, also, if you wanted to, you can obviously go to uh, a vitamin shop or a GNC and chat with them. Uh, 
probably GNC is going to sell, sell you on their product. Uh, so, is there a difference between what their branded product is and something else? Optimum Nutrition is a is a big is a popular one. brand. Yeah, right? um, and I like them as well. Uh, I would just do some research, honestly, just see what um, is like the top selling at the time. It's going to be just something that you can. It's going to help, obviously, recovery uh, for you. So, just starting at square one and the basics, keeping it simple. Don't look too much into it. Uh, you'll be you'll be just fine. Do you do any pre-workout? Let me. Well, I guess this two-phase question. Do you do any pre-workout? Obviously, you are in a far different phase than myself. But uh, would you recommend it for the dad bod starting back into it to do pre-workout? Or what? What, what point do you start doing pre-workout? Sorry, that was like seventeen questions. Yeah, in one. for someone, it's it's an extra booster. Um, if it's you know especially if you're looking for something that's ca- caffeinated uh, i like that that's something i i, I take um so you do take me. some yeah element i take of pre-workout. a pre-workout i take uh, amino energy it, i've taken it for years i've tried other uh pre-workouts your your c4 your um you know explode and yeah and explode uh back in the day there's a jack 3d where it made you feel like you want to rip your face off. <laughs> it was insane. He looked at me and smiled some <laughs> just weird, <laughs> crazy like a, look in his eye. whole serial killer thing God vibe that you lead. just had going on but there. I tried. Uh, like one eyebrow raised and the other one didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've always gone back to that one. Uh, it, it's And what was it again? Amino just energy. Amino energy. Uh, they had ton, tons of different flavors, but it's something I've, I've found that worked for me and it, it it works for others as well, so I hi- highly recommend something like that. Uh, but if you do take some pre-workout, it, you know, see if they have um, beta alanine. So beta alanine is going to be that tingling feeling where you like you want to rip your face off. Why right? does he keep looking <laughs> at me, <laughs> <and> nodding? <laughs> I'm genuinely terrified. Uh, so that beta alanine, beta alanine is, is, is bad. It's not bad. It's it's it's, just, it's great uh, for those that are. It's so beta alanine basically delays uh, lactic acid. So that burning sensation you feel in your muscles, uh, like, you know, you know, heating up and you start to feel uh, tension being created and almost like you're locking up. That's uh, what lactic acid kind of feels like. So that's just going to help uh, delay that a little bit longer than it, it would normally come. Uh, so yeah, I, I love beta alanine. I take it because it's something that uh, I'm messing around with lactic acid um, on, a, on a currents. So, but it, it does help you in a sense of getting that. So it basically helps blood flow. So you recommend somebody to do it, just be very careful with it. Absolutely, I guess. yeah, absolutely. What, like uh, the carefulness is obviously ripping someone's face yeah. off. But <laughs> what would be what would be something that you're like, oh gosh, I shouldn't do that, or is there like a I'm gonna only do a half scoop or something like that? Or that's actually great. You know, starting out with that, the half scoop just to kind of see what it feels like, and then you can start taking the recommended dosage that they say. I know some are like one scoop, some are, are two to three. Um, but kind of just, you know, taking your time, just like how you would working out, progressing it and seeing what works for you. Um, because don't, you know, if you're going to go jump into this workout, whether it's high intensity or not, and you're taking this brand new pre-workout for the first time, you're going to start to feel some things that you don't normally do. So ease your way into it. If you're doing some sort of cardio or something like that, are you still taking the pre-workout or? Yeah. Uh, when it comes down to it, a pre-workout is just a kind of a booster. It's you taking uh, your 
energy drink throughout the day uh, if you take one. So it's just a, a, another booster, especially for those that are maybe waking up early in the morning or it's, you know, you're hitting your workout at the end of the day. Okay. Um, Is there any other, because um, again, when you go into that, that workout shop, there is like after workout, during workout, there's all these different, and Reed and I were suckered into a very expensive purchase years ago where we had a pre-workout we had like a a your it's it's yeah during your workout we had a right after the workout then we had a protein and each one was like some variant sh- shade of green pain, yeah or pink, pink or something I like that you just answer that question for the listeners basically it's a selling point that's yeah. all it is and that's why i said there's no reason especially in the beginning for you to even go into this into these stores uh, unless it's like you're you're lacking, you know, vitamins. Uh, so I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't buy any any of the stuff or, or buy into it or, or look too much into it. Your basics is just keep it simple, protein, and you don't need um, a parted source. If you can get your protein source from food, great, do it. Um, and then you can d- go deeper into like, we, you know, nutrition and how much protein you should be taking um, and that's when you kind of talk about the macros yeah we can leave that for another yeah we'll get we'll get a whole show on that because i think that'll be fascinating on macro economics micro machine micro machines there's another good show idea there's a good one so what about what about in some um like like you talked about a little while ago um before we got on the air you talked about fish oil um, yeah. How important is fish oil? Uh, it's it's huge, and it's not, whether you're working on it or not. Uh, if you're, you know, we're all aging, so it's something that uh, is going to be crucial to us aging. It helps your overall health. You how know. does fish oil help? Because I know it does has heart health issues. Yeah, bone health. What what does it health, do for eye health? Uh, working out. Uh, it, it basically takes away inflammation, or it helps with inflammation. I should say, you know, that's what we're doing. We're we're working out, we're putting our body under stress. Uh, so the joints, uh, the muscles are obviously going to be inflamed. This is just going to help with that. Okay. So kind of just as a starter course, what you'd say is find a really good high quality protein, mm-hmm. something to take. If, if you're not getting enough in your diet and, um, and then a good pre-workout just to get it as a jump starter and, um, and fish oil. Those are kind of like your top three. If you're going to go and buy anything, those are the three things that you need to make sure you're, that you have. Yes, I would. Do, I would list it as uh, protein, fish oil, and then if you wanted to add that pre-workout in. Okay. All right. So, as far as is there anything else, just as an overarching, that you want to hit on on the nutrition? Um, not without going into it. Yeah. You know, it, it's gonna depth. it's gonna take us down a, a wormhole that I don't think is gonna. Should I have had Whataburger? Survey Sorry. says no. Okay, well I disagree. <laughs> I had avocado. I had pork, and I had. Wait, do beef. you think you guys would lose listeners if I said I've never had Whataburger? Yes, we yeah. would. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, so he, how about you never you, say that? Okay. Yeah. That's and ridiculous. I will be That's sending Whataburger not to you. Fat stage. Yeah, you want a good fat stage, you start eating Whataburger every yeah, how day. How dare you not have Whataburger? Yeah, you're in Texas. So, um, all right, so we kind of have now a, a good foundation there. Let's, uh, in the last part of this this episode, let's kind of put it together. Okay. And, and one thing I, I, I forgot to mention when we were talking about weights is 
whenever I first started doing home workouts and I didn't want to drop a lot of money on weights, I got bands. Mm -hmm. And I feel like bands are like resurging in terms of a lot of people are using them. Uh, even if you like look up workout videos, a lot of people are using them either for warm-ups or something like that. How do you feel if somebody does want to, is it, is it, can you do weights or bands or is it, is it you really, can do both. you can do both. Yeah. I like bands as an assistance piece, um, accessory work, uh, building those smaller muscles. Uh, so I, I am a fan of those. If you would like to invest in those, uh, I recommend it. Um, leading into again, like assistance work, I wouldn't make it my primary focus. Uh, I would definitely add it into my, my weight training. Okay. All right. So let's put it all together. So talk about some, and, and maybe we have a, if there is any variation in endomorph, ectomorph, mesomorph, we kind of, we touched on that in the last episode, like what would be a good base workout routine for each one of those body styles? If there's any really variation. Yeah. The, those questions are, are very broad and, and, I think anyone that tells you they have an answer is just BSing you Stupid um, and, question, and trying to, to get a good selling point. Uh, you know, if you, ha whatever equipment you have, look something up and, and see if you can find a, a routine. If you're not trying to search for help, you can obviously find things on the web in that sense. So to give you an answer that, you know, we could probably do another podcast drawing up workouts for each and every one. Um, solely because we need to have progressions, right? We need to personalize, 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 I can't even say it. Personalize? Yeah, personalize it to you. Because um, now all these things about his water burger, right? Water and burger. what that's going to yeah, do to his life. Freaked out. So personalize that to you specifically and where your starting point. Uh, so if you're just looking for some basics, uh, look something up that's pretty simple with, um, you know, low resistance and, and weights um, with some quality reps and rest between those. Okay. And when you say rest, how long are you resting? Uh, depending on what you're doing. So again, those higher rep schemes, and let's talk about 10, 12, you know, going up to 15, you're going to want to rest anywhere between uh, 90 seconds to 30 seconds, depending on your goals. If you're looking at those heavier weights where it requires you to hit those two to five reps, you're looking at anywhere between uh, three, almost five minutes to fully recover. Hmm. So... What about in terms of breaking up, um, like uh, body groups? You know, I'm going to do back and legs or whatever. Whatever it is, is there is there kind of an optimum way that you should be packaging these workouts? Yeah, to, you want to create balance, so uh, countering it. So if you're if you're going to do a, a press slash pull, I'm sorry, press slash push, you would do a, some sort of pull. So, so give us an example what that looks like. Um, biceps, triceps, uh, chest and back, um, your quads and hamstrings. So definitely finding a balance because if you are imbalanced, you're opening risk of injury. So think about that. And this is why it's so crucial to seek help um, and just some quality tips. You don't have to have someone draw up this perfect program for you, but just some quality tips to look for. Uh, as you give them more information. So you give them the, the information, they'll give you some things to kind of look for uh, as you're starting to progress on your own. Okay. What about, um, are there any things that uh, the, a common person when they go into a gym are doing that 
people that know about weightlifting and taking care of your body are like, these are, these are exercises that I would not do. Uh, I wouldn't do a bench press. Honestly, it's, it's something that is stressful on the shoulders and positioning wise, uh, will cause some deformities in the sense of like your body position. Uh, hmm. It's something that's going to rotate the shoulders forward and bring everything forward. So we're doing this weight training or weightlifting uh, to promote good posture where I find, you know, the common thing is, hey, how much do you bench press? Yeah. And you see these guys, their shoulders are just rotated forward and pulled forward. There's no correction there. So if we're trying to work on posture, we're just countering that. So I wouldn't go too much into depth on bench press, um, you know, keep it short and sweet and then move on to some more dynamic movement. Uh, I would prefer you to go overhead uh, with some pressing, single arm, um, two arms. It, it's completely up to you in that sense, but I would go overhead versus going uh, in front. Interesting. What about like curls for the girls? And Curls are a big one. Curls are good. Um, again, even yourself out so you're not having just a, a, a frontal arm. <laughs> Uh, hitting those uh, triceps, whether it's extensions or presses. Uh, so like I said earlier, you know, combining with the kind of your counterpart. So hitting your biceps as well as much as you're hitting your triceps, uh, hitting your quads as much as you're hitting your glutes and hamstrings, um, hitting your chest. I would go a little bit more towards uh, the back. So I would go, you know, a 60-40 uh, to have that uh, posture. Interesting. So if you had, uh, if there was one exercise, you're like, oh, barbell. So just assuming we're doing the barbells at home right now. Mm -hmm. What is the one exercise? The dumbbells. I'm sorry. My yeah. apologies. Yeah. yeah dumbbells uh, at home. What's the one exercise you're like, oh, you've got to incorporate this into your weekly routine. No matter what, do this or do these exercises. Uh, I would do, I would do two. I would do uh, a shoulder press and a row, a bent over a dumbbell row. Or and then the the press would be a seated dumbbell press. Okay, is there a difference between doing that and standing up? I mean, obviously, I know there's a difference between a seated press and you know standing. Sorry about my friend. <laughs> but is there is there a difference in like how it's working your body? Yeah, for sure, and that's with anything though. So to without getting into depth, you know, think about um, your let's say a lateral raise. So doing a, a side raise with your dumbbell. Uh, you just changing your hand position and the way it's facing is going to uh, attack the muscles differently. Hmm. So your your position alone, you can hit the same exercise, but hit it with a different angle. You're, you're going to see uh, a different result. Very interesting. What about um, uh, what about warming up and cooling down? Like how important is stretching? You know, I think that I've heard kind of it both ways. Like you should. Um, like stretch before you work out or stretching before you work out doesn't really do much. You should always stretch after you work out. How, how do you feel in your uh, pre-workout kind of movement and your recover, uh, recovering after a workout? I would do minor stretching in the beginning. And the reason why I say minor stretching in the beginning is to help with positioning. Uh, I wouldn't go overboard with stretching because you don't necessarily want everything to be loose and, and super functional because that's when um, your your risk of injury can happen. So moderately doing some uh, stretching will help get you into a correct position and the movement itself is going to help you stretch alone. You know, So if you're trying to open the hips, do air squats, air squats, air squats, um, on top of air squats and you're going to start to feel better. 
you know, from rep number two to rep number 32. Yeah. Uh, you'll start to, to feel a lot better. So the movement itself will be your mobility, but um, hitting some light stretching just to kind of. So when you say that, are you saying like, if I'm going to do an overhead press, mm -hmm. then I would use no weight or a little weight just to get the movement right before I start adding the regular weight. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, I would go anywhere between uh, two to three actual uh, working sets of that light weight. Um, you know, your five pounds, your seven and a half pounds, and your rep scheme anywhere between you know six to twelve. Okay. All right. Just get the blood flowing. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all you need to do. What about uh, like recovery, like or in kind of your recouping the muscles after? How long? should somebody spend doing that uh after you're you're done lifting working out running or you know what have you uh spending anywhere between 15 and 20 minutes and that can be of, of stretching static stretching uh, or, or rolling out on a foam roller uh, some sort of lacrosse ball softball um within that 15 to 20 minute window for sure you, you definitely want to again promote that good posture so the recovery of um the rolling out or mashing of the muscles is going to be crucial for your your following day of training. Interesting. I can guarantee you that 90% of people that are listening to this get done with their workout, go straight to the shower and get ready and they they don't do any like post workout. Guilty, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah, I mean that's because you feel like I did it accomplished and then you go, yeah, immediately that's right. The, so you do that every after every workout. You do like a post workout stretch and foam yeah, and stuff like that. I always try to stretch, and if I can't do it right away, I'll do it that night before I go to bed. Um, just think about how tight you're going to be overnight. You're, you're no longer moving, right? Yeah. You're, you're lying. You're lying down. Whether you toss and turn, uh, it doesn't matter. So you're going to to allow your body to start to stiffen up, especially with that that soreness that's coming on. Um, you know, at least if you were to leave right after, you're still probably functional, you know, moving around, um, going to different places, running errands. So before bed, I would definitely add in your stretching uh, prior. And I think there. one thing before we close out is just to kind of reinstill with people that this is specific to weight workouts because there's a lot of great workouts out there. Someone could 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 argue, you know, karate or karate uh, or whatever, you know, or rock climbing or whatever. So this is kind of specific to weights uh, mm -hmm. or I guess resistance workouts out there, but there's a lot of great, a lot of great things yeah, out there. Ways and, to stay active. Um, yeah. So just wanted to put that out there, make sure everybody knew. Yeah. And they all have their cool downs as well. Um, you know, cause if you're someone that's never done karate, you're going to, you're going to feel some sort of soreness because yeah. they're going to be pushing you in, in different positions and different movements, uh, different intensities. So just because you work out doesn't mean you're going to be great at karate, right? So there's see some soreness and, and same thing with just because you're a great weightlifter, but then you want to take on swimming, uh, you're going to see it feel a different soreness. So um, recovering is going to be crucial and, and stretching is going to be one of those key components. So one of the things I've enjoyed about listening to you, um, and I know you personally, and I know that this everything lines up with what you've said here on the show, is you value the long-term process more than like a, hey, how do I get a six-pack in the next three hours? You know, like you're, you have a long-term mindset. So you're talking about posture, you're talking about movement, you're talking about all the things that are not really fun or uh, sexy to talk about as a part of that process. You're talking about how important each one of those is. 
And that's probably why people burn out or get injured or something like that is because they're not focusing on any of the things that they should be because they're so fast to like, how do I lose all this weight? How do I get where I look like I'm Brad Pitt on a movie or something like that? So I think that hopefully as, as listeners are kind of absorbing this material and if you want to hear more about Chase, I'm, in just a second, he's going to go over ways that you can get in t- touch with him and get some more personalized coaching. But understand that it is a process and mm-hmm. understand that, that your mindset is probably the way that everyone should feel, which is you're going to get the results, but it's going to be a, as a result of a long-term commitment to just being healthy and active. Yeah. Uh, it's going to – it's – this whole journey is not a sprint. It's going to be a marathon. Yeah. So if you're, as long as you're ready to run that marathon at a, at a and rip somebody's face off when you have the beta alanine. Okay. Good news, <laughs> folks. He did not look at me. That's because I surprised him with face it. Face off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's, as we end, how do our listeners, if they want some coaching or they just want to see how many veins you have on your bicep, mm-hmm. um, how do they get in in touch with you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, smithb.chase. Uh, that's my handler. As well as you can search me on Evolved with a D at the end, no E, so E-V-O-L-V-D, performance, also on Instagram, and then as well as Black Iron CrossFit. So that's where um, I spend most of my days there, coaching and developing, as well as programming uh, for the box as well. And if you follow him on any of one of those Instagram channels, you post a lot of different workout options and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, so you can, you'll kind of see um, I'm not kind of just a, a one-movement show. I, I try to do it all, whether that's you know lifting a barbell, moving a dumbbell or kettlebell, getting on some gymnastics, you know, doing some pull-ups, uh, walking on my hands, or you know, hitting some plyometrics on the box. So uh, I try to be very diverse in my training. Um, just to kind of keep it fun as well. Yeah. Uh, and, o- and overall health just to kind of mess around. All right. Cool. Well, we, we appreciate you guys listening appreciate to the show. And uh, th- thank you to Chase for all of his knowledge. And we will absolutely have you back because I think just in this show, we've talked about a more in-depth putting together workout plans based on body type and nutrition. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good stuff there. And, of course. Will Reed be returning? Reed will be returning. <laughs> And, this uh, is good, folks. This is good. And I'll try to work on not welcoming him to his own show every single time that we start it. So, Chase, thank you for that constructive uh, feedback that you've given us. It's just so, not welcome. <laughs> all right. Thanks again.